And I do want to check in with Curtis real quick. Curtis Sliwa is on the phone. Curtis, huh? They did uh, They did okay. They got him right away. I don't think it should have taken this long, actually, but they got him, and that's good. How are you? Glory, Haliaski, hallelujah. The manhunt is over. They have their suspect in the ninth precinct, and uh, it came about because people, people who had seen this guy's face started calling the tip line, and the cops were able to follow up. Uh, I thought that they had grabbed him earlier in the day. Maybe they did, uh, but naturally we had not. We did not have it confirmed. But now it's been confirmed, and you can imagine there's a deluge of people at the Ninth Precinct in the Lower East Side, right near Tompkins Square Park. Yeah, what, what, what he was doing in the um, the East Village? Granted, back in the day, a lot of uh, colorful characters wound up in the East Village, just kind of naturally congregate there. I wonder what he was doing there. Well, Greg, a huge colony of homeless people there. As you know, he was homeless, living out of this van. Uh, Eric Adams uh, sent the cops and sanitation department in recently to clean out Tompkins Square Park, which is just two blocks from the 9th Precinct. Uh, So he might have been staying there. He might have been staying at an apartment. I'm sure details are going to come out. Uh, But at least uh, public enemy number one is in custody. I don't uh, see the Lower East Side as a... uh as a homeless central anymore. You know, I see (laughs) everywhere I look, it seems like homeless central. Madison Avenue seems like homeless central. Homeless, I don't see there as being a homeless uh, enclave. Uh, Seriously, I just noticed it's just on uh, vestibules and nice buildings. You see these guys? It's uh, it's really bad. Anyway, they got them. That's good. And um, I I just want to play you this, Curtis, because I do believe... When you take a crazy guy like this, a criminal-minded fool like this, and you throw in toxic rhetoric like this for two years, nonstop, cut 45, please. We've seen with horrifying clarity the cost of systemic racism. We have a system that is built on systemic racism, and we have to dismantle that system piece by piece. Racism is systemic. It is structural. It is pervasive. Racism in America is endemic. It is foundational. America has a long history of systemic racism. The battle to achieve racial justice and root out systemic racism in this country. Well, Curtis, what do you think? I really do think that you you couple that toxic rhetoric, that nonsense, those lies about America being systemically racist with a guy like this and something like what happens on the subway happens. Well, it's so interesting because when you look at his rants that he had posted, uh, he hated the world. He hated Hispanics. He hated Asians. He hated whites. And he even hated black women. So he just seemed to hate everybody but himself. And uh, so non- so specious, uh, you know, that we should feel white racist in New York City. How ridiculous. Most of these crimes are being committed by African-Americans. Here's a perfect example, emotionally disturbed, no doubt, but an African-American. You know, it's interesting. You, you, you bring up something. Uh, racial harmony. This city had it for a very long time. And I have a theory about that, Curtis. And you know what? One of the reasons why we have it is because of you. So in other cities to this day, Philadelphia, Atlanta, uh, Los Angeles, um, basically only poor people. Uh, take uh, mass transit. And unfortunately, in, um, or just as a matter of fact, in urban areas, 
the poor are disproportionately people of color. In New York City, before all this nonsense, everybody took the subway. Rich, poor, middle class. You had a billionaire. You had a welfare. You had homeless. You had Well, you didn't have too many homeless. You, you had a little bit of everything. And we all took the subway. And I think that was one of the reasons why this city, for a good, for about 25 years, was racially placid. And now we lost it. We lost it. And one of the reasons why we lost it is the city, the subway is so bad. Do you buy that? you buy that theory? No, that's a brilliant observation because you could be a billionaire. You could be poor and indigent. People would be mixing on the subways. They'd be next to one another. You and I, we met often on the E-train. We were surprised yeah. to see each other, but we would often see each other on the E-train. Unfortunately, people have avoided the subway. They've left in uh, droves, and a lot of them are just part of the exodus out of New York City. They're, just, they're, not, they're not sticking around, unfortunately, Greg. They're deciding to go to Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Texas, Tennessee, and anywhere that they can get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But hey, Curtis, again, you helped uh, you helped turn the city around. And how about that, Rudy Giuliani, putting out that, that information at the exact? Did you hear about this? Even the New York Times is acknowledging that Rudy Giuliani, when he said on the radio, and I got to play it one more time for everybody. It sounds like not a big deal, but this was a critical break in that the right guy heard this information, listening to Rudy Giuliani's show. Where is this? Cut fifty six. And they're looking for a U-Haul with Arizona license plates. I don't know if this still applies, but this is the last notice that I got. AL31408. And by the way, all U-Hauls have Arizona plates. So let's not assume he comes from Arizona. Anyway, the guy in Brooklyn who's a tribal who was blocked by that vehicle at that time is like, yeah, that's the guy. And he called the cops. Isn't that great? The New York Times acknowledges that Rudy's... A radio show right here, WABC, helped bring this matter to a close. Isn't that nice? Greg, do you realize Rudy's on a roll? The New York Times acknowledged uh, two weeks ago the Hunter Biden laptop for the first time, and now they acknowledge that he still is the number one crime fighter in all of New York City. <laughs> wow. Right there on West 4th Street and King's Highway, that's where the U-Haul van was. That's where our listener uh, saw it all because the number one crime fighter gave that information out on the radio. It's like Batman. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani is like Batman. He may not be mayor any longer, but he's like Batman. Yeah, yeah, no, he, that that is something. Oh, wow, he is on a roll, as a, a roll that's lasted a couple of decades now. He's back, back, back. All right, Curtis, we'll see you soon, okay, my friend? Thank you, Greg. Anytime. I'm back into the subway now. All right. Yeah. Good luck down there. Hey, man, it's okay. All right. Good stuff. Thanks, buddy. Uh, huh. All right. Curtis. You know, I grew up watching Curtis Sliwa. I saw him on the TV. I remember watching him with my dad uh, when he was uh, just starting it up on Fordham Road. He was a manager of the McDonald's on Fordham Road and uh, started that Guardian Angels thing. And, uh, yeah, I know. Sometimes some folks were a little skeptic, skeptical at first. Some cops even, but uh, uh, he's got a great heart and uh, he's got great savvy, great sense. Knows the city so well, and you know you you can't fool New Yorkers for uh, forty years. He's the real deal. Uh, all right, what's our status? Can I? I? All right, I will be actually just before this guy Gill. Oh, no, I can't do that. All right, I'm sorry about that. The wife is officially here, and i got to go take care of this. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly.
traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.